0: Hand coming at you
1: live to Radio and 87.9 FM via Zoom. I'm Max, and I'm Austin, and, and this is, new, is wave. The new Wave. All right, well, Austin. So, what yeah. have you been up to? Well, uh, lately, I've actually had a lot of time well, to both um, do my studies, do some work, but also I've been actually getting back into Warcraft. I've actually found it really fun, and because I have a lot of time now, like. Uh, which is I've been able to like get back into playing like World of Warcraft and Warcraft because I used to love those games before um but yeah which is I've had a lot of time and I was wondering like with all this time that we have what have you been up to
0: time that must be nice to have I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> lately I've actually been going back into crocheting and I think I showed some of the amigurumis I did a few weeks ago But like today for our local find, we have someone who I've been following on Instagram for a while who is great at crocheting. So, Reclamare is a small business that sells handmade crochet clothing and crochet patterns for beginner to advanced beginner crocheters. It is run and owned by Mela Gonzalez, an architecture student from De La Salle College of St. Benilde and she is here to talk about it today. So, hello Mela! Unmute and open your camera. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Great to have you here. So, Mela, please tell us about Reclamare PH and how you got the idea for it.
2: Uh, Okay, so, um... I started PH in 2019, but I actually didn't post anything until like June or July of -hmm. 2020. So I got the idea because, you know, those thrift stores where you mine still. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 I wanted to start off like that. But then I realized, you know, um, I'm very crafty. So I wanted to post mostly like handmade things. I started off Mm -hmm. as like a very small... Um, semi-rework, semi-crochet shop. But then um, as the account grew, I noticed people were very receptive towards the crochet clothing. So I just focused more on crochet until now, you know, a year later, I am like exclusively a crochet shop. Although of course, I hope and plan to like branch out to other forms of craft because I like to do a lot of things with my hands. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I saw that you even made like a little vest for pets and I think they're going to show that on screen really <laughs> soon. So I really yeah. like seeing like what you come up with. So, can you tell us how did you come up with the name for Me- Reclamare?
2: Uh, so the name, I think it's an Italian word if I'm not mistaken. Although if it's not an <laughs> Italian word, I'm so sorry if you're from Italy. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> um, the word <laughs> Reclamare um, means to reclaim, to object. Um. Basically, it means (laughs) to complain. Oh, okay. My my mom, you know, she likes to tell me that I'm reclamador or something. Like, I always like to like complain about things, and I think it's also because um, um, I came up, I chose that name because I personally am not satisfied with. Um, my college course, which is architecture. And I was always like complaining, I was always like telling myself like, this isn't for me. And then I decided to just like reclaim, oh see, so I just decided to reclaim like my future and you know, do something that I actually really want to do. So that's why I chose the name Reclamara, and then I found out uh, later on from a follower that Reclamara is like you can rearrange the letters and it says Carmela, and I'm like, whoa. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that someone had to tell me. <laughs> so it's also like a reselling of my name.
1: <laughs> that was a really cool happy accident, though, and yeah, it, it really know. seems yeah, <laughs> and it seems like you really are enjoying like um this whole crocheting business. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I was, yeah, uh, I was wondering like no it, it's okay like I actually really love your enthusiasm like it really shows like how much you really love this business and how much like you're really excited to like show off your products right and I was wondering what are some of these products that a lot of people really love or like uh, that a lot of that you like um sharing to your public
2: yeah um one that's doing like really well online right now is the Starboy The Starboy Coat, um, which is a coat that I made inspired by Howl's Coat from Howl's Moving Castle. Um, So right now, I'm only selling the pattern because I'm closed for commissions because, you know, college, Mm. thesis, oh, Mm. someone (laughs) like me. But yeah, Um, um, so right now, I'm just selling the pattern for the Starboy Coat and uh, I... A lot of people, I don't want to say the exact number, because like, <laughs> I'm just like bragging. I'm shy. But yeah. Flex, go, to, flex. Yeah, come on. A lot of people have bought the pattern. <laughs> a lot of people have bought the pattern, and it makes me really happy to see my tag posts, because I see that a lot of people are making the coat. So like, there's Starboy coats everywhere in Europe, in America. It kind of freaks me out a bit and overwhelms me, but in a good way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Nice. So maybe we can challenge our audience. If you guys crochet,
2: maybe you can try making that coat. (laughs) Yeah, it's perfect for beginner to advanced beginners. So you just hit me up if you want to get it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Uh, I was also wondering though, um, with you doing this new business and it happening during pandemic when you wanted to do this crocheting business. What were some of the challenges that you were faced with or some challenges that you had to uh, uh, overcome?
2: Um, So I think the main challenge was really like um, mental health because you know Uh when you're stuck inside sometimes you make your work your life and you shouldn't that shouldn't happen like you know how because Reclamaria I like to say it's an ethical business I want it to become an ethical business but being my sole employee and realizing that I was working like maybe 18 hours I wasn't sleeping a day wow yeah, I was just focusing nonstop on this business and then I realized it wasn't so ethical because, you know, I'm my sole employee and I'm treating myself this way. So, yeah, that's one of the challenges and one of the hurdles of the pandemic. You really have to separate yourself from your work. And I guess another hurdle was really just being able to put my work out there because I couldn't do photo shoots. Um, I couldn't really meet with people or it's. Sometimes when there are lockdowns, like, I also couldn't send things out. So there'd be, like, a a cut in the finance. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> but yeah. I wouldn't be able to make money, basically, because, like, I couldn't send things out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, how do you find this balance? Like, a, a lot of us actually did have that problem. So what was would be your advice or like, how did you find that balance between, like, work and also treating yourself right?
2: And ACADs. oh god (laughs) (laughs) akads i don't like thinking about akads but i have to um i i'm graduating soon anyway (laughs) but um to find that balance i'm still working on it like um something i noticed that helps me personally is separating my spaces so if i want to work on things for my small business i have to work on it in a different part of the house or sometimes even just in a different part of the room because um, if you keep working like for my my problem for example was I kept working on my bed so the sleeping space slowly turned into workspace and you know mentally you just start to see your sleeping space or your rest space as a very stressful space so Yeah, you just gotta separate the two. um, Maybe face a different direction even. And it helps, yeah. Just mentally separating, creating a barrier between your workspace and your resting spaces.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's actually something I also had to do, like, as the quarantine months kept going. It's like, if I do everything in one place, then I'm just going to associate all of these feelings with the place where I'm supposed to be resting. So mm-hmm. that's not very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a comment for you here from one of our Radio Katipudan anchors, B. She said, nice expressive arts therapy. And yes, that is exactly <laughs> what happens with crochet. <laughs> okay. All right, Mela. So... Tell us, where can we find you? What are your socials? And how can people get in touch with you for orders and commissions when you're ready?
2: Uh, You can find me mostly, mainly on Instagram um, at reclamare.ph I'm also on Facebook, although I'm not gonna lie, I'm not active on Facebook. (laughs) I'm really bad at checking the Facebook. So if you wanna like, um, get in touch or order a pattern for the Starboy Coat, you can find me on my Instagram at Alright
0: well please leave the links for your Instagram and your Facebook if you want on the comment <laughs> section of our <laughs> Facebook live stream mm-hmm. so people know where to find you hey, Guys be we-
1: sure to check it out
0: Yeah exactly, look <laughs> right there. we have your product on the screen right now so guys please check that out Thank you for joining us Mela, good luck Thank with thesis, we are rooting for you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Help
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nah it seems like you're doing fine man.
0: <laughs> You can insert your call for respondents on the comments too. <laughs> okay. Thank All you right. so much for joining us.
1: Yes, thanks. Thank
0: <laughs> Alright, well that was fun. And her pattern her patterns look really interesting. Like I was looking at it on the screen. They
1: do. And-, and like I really like how like it is kinda of cool like how crocheting is becoming like More of a thing Like I've noticed Like a lot of Even you Like uh, you've been Telling me also That crocheting Has become a very Big part of your Life right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's something Just therapeutic About how You're technically Just you're not Even like repeating Things identically Per se But there's something In that somewhat Repetition That's just therapeutic Like it kind of It's certainty Amongst all of the Uncertainty going on Right now (laughs) That makes sense
1: That's true That's true Now
0: (laughs) for yeah. the main part of the day, joining us, our very it's time to introduce our very special guest. So joining us on today's episode is a multi-talented singer-songwriter. He's won several Awit Awards and multiple Philpop Awards, just to name a few. And his hits, which he's co-written, include songs that you know like Dati, Kilometro, and Triangulo. So without further ado, please welcome Mr. Thairo Alfaro.
3: Hello. Hello, there
0: you are. Mr. Yes. Tyro!
3: Right yes. So first,
0: Hello. happy birthday.
3: Thank you very much. Happy birthday. I just turned 30 yesterday.
0: Wow. Mm. So how did you the celebrate? The big trio. The big trio, yes.
3: Um, you know, I've always uh imagined my thirtieth birthday to be extravagant. Pero since um we're in the middle of the pandemic we just did a simple Japanese dinner. Uh, Japanese lunch, pala.
0: Japanese yeah. lunch. Well, we ordered Japanese for... food. There's always time for Japanese food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and especially now with all like lockdown and stuff, I feel like lunches like that are becoming like the norm of like how you celebrate with close friends and family. It's just yeah. have a nice lunch or have a nice meal. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so people are greeting you. Happy birthday in the comments. We have another one. Thank you comment very much. Saying, Happy birthday. All right. So, let's get to Okay, so let's get to it. So, how have you been lately? Like apart from like celebrating your birthday, non-music first, what's been happening in your life? How have things been?
3: Well, um since the pandemic started, a lot of things has changed in my life and etong last few months there's going to be another radical change because I am Going to have baby number two.
0: Oh really! Ooh. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh,
3: yeah. So well, it, it changed drastically when baby number one came. Yes. Yes. And now baby number two is coming. Must drastic pa yun. <laughs> I I'm wow. expecting sobrang uh, <laughs> Are you scared? Double I'm, the hassle. <laughs> not. I, I'm 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 parang mix of excited and a little bit scared but not really scared there's nothing to be scared about mm-hmm. it's just that parang um in my head how are we going to handle two crying babies in the Oh morning? my
0: goodness
2: <laughs> yeah because
3: because arya my daughter um she's at the point she's she's um going going to be 2 years old in december so you know what they say terrible too. so oh yeah <laughs> that's true oh no. that's true <laughs> <laughs> so
0: how have you been preparing for that that is a surprise to us <laughs>
3: <laughs> how, how how am I preparing for that? Um wala. <laughs> wala. <laughs> Well, number one, preparing your wallet, definitely. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. most important thing as of now. Um, you need to prepare your wallet. And then emotionally, I think I'm prepared. Yeah. I've already imagined the uh, no, the, the training sessions we are going to have. I've already imagined the debut. Debut, debut, debut.
1: <laughs> debut. Do, do
3: you know when your uh, baby will be coming? Um the projection is April. Yeah. So thereabouts, maybe May, maybe earlier. I don't know. <laughs> but at least you still have a couple of months to like prepare and like to really like
1: make sure like everything's ready when um yeah. he or she comes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: hope it's a he.
0: Or oh yeah, either one girl one boy that would be fun.
3: Yeah, para para tapos na ako. <laughs> tap na tap pag pagboy na tap na.
0: Complete. Why na. We're,
3: was that always what you wanted? Just two kids, one boy, one girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, so, three pero okay na. <laughs> with with how expensive things are? Okay na yung dalawa. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just turned 30, so we'll see. We'll There's see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fun fact for the people in the audience and speaking of debut Kuya Thaira actually performed in my debut. I remember that yeah. so well.
1: <laughs> How did that go?
0: It was great. He performed Dati with um Ate Yumi It was it was fun. It's amazing. Okay, so yeah, now And, wow, and yes. we
3: performed a one of because that's the only time yes. we performed a tropical house version.
0: Yes, I remember Ooh. that. It was going well with the Coachella theme.
3: Yes. It was because of that, actually. Yeah. That's cool. in Tropical House version.
1: Oh, It's like you had your own Coachella. and It's like you had your own like, exclusive concert in your debut
0: I did, actually. And that was the biggest surprise for me because I had no idea it was happening until it happened. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's cool.
0: <laughs> okay, so now that we're on the topic of music, what made you decide to pursue music as your career? Where did it all begin? What's your origin story?
3: I didn't choose it. It chose, it chose me. You, <laughs> um, you know, um, I was born in a very musical family. Both my parents are choir singers. And ever since, um, we are surrounded by musicians. We're surrounded by singers. We're surrounded by um, band players. So, it's kind of inevitable. Actually, parang anong parang I was trying to um make it just a hobby um because I pursued um fine arts in college mm-hmm. and my goal back then was to really uh, work in an ad agency to do creatives and yeah, visual art and stuff. So, um well, eh. I was pulled back. I I was pulled back. Um music found me again. So, I ended up producing, writing, um trying to become a superstar. <laughs> yeah, so yeah,
1: here we are now. <laughs> Uh that's pretty cool but I was actually wondering you said earlier that you were pulled back into music and I was wondering if you can expound on that like what brought you back
3: it's like a series of events that really brought me back like um, as I said I was trying to make it just a hobby so in third year about my third year college um, I found this group of friends who rap um, we we made a group called Fifth Wave Theory. And then because oh. of group, na yun, um, I started skipping class. <laughs> so um, as embarrassing as it is to say, uh, in one of my subjects in fourth year, I failed it due to absences. I didn't fail it because I'm dumb. <laughs> I, I failed it due to absences. I had more than four absences because I was recording songs. So um just like Tupac. <laughs> yeah. So I I I told myself, okay, sige, take on October. Mm. And while waiting for October to come, I started to learn <laughs> downtime. I learned how to make beats. I learned how to record myself. Um and then I rediscovered, oh, I could write nga pala because back in high school, I used to write just for fun. Actually yeah. to make fun of people, I I make adaptations of songs, and then I, I try, parang Michael V, I try to make it funny. Mm. So, um, during that downtime, naisip ko, oh, I, I have the skill to write adaptations. I'll try to write originals. So, ayun na. I, um, long story short, hindi ko na yung October. <laughs> nice. I, I never enrolled, I never got the subject, uh, I never took the subject again. And now it's obsolete, so there's no way oh. I could ever take that subject again.
1: <laughs> you seem to be doing pretty well for yourself, though, even yeah, though thanks. that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how well, was us? Yeah. Okay. Right.
0: I see. There is a comment here from Tito Jeff saying Tyro draws and paints really well.
3: Oh, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. There. Uh, si Jeff, sobrang galit din magdrawing.
0: I see all of you posting your work on Facebook. <laughs>
3: so, yeah. Anyways, NBC, cool.
0: you do a lot more than just mu- than music. So mm-hmm. what would you say are other skills that you've learned or picked up throughout the years that have helped you in your career?
3: Um, other skills other than music? Uh, or just yes. like skills other, in general?
0: Other skills that have helped you with your career in music that are not necessarily music-related skills. Now that we're here, I believe it's a great time to let our listeners in on a little secret. Are any of you out there interested in making podcasts of your own but can't seem to get the hang of recording, editing, and other technicalities? Well, there's no need to worry about that anymore. There's one application that podcasters or aspiring podcasters can use to make their dreams come true. Anchor. Simply download it for free on the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm. What are you waiting for? Time to avoid the complicated tools and publish your podcast on popular platforms today.
3: Ah, oh, well, uh, people skills. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I have a little are... bit of. I have a little bit of people skills now because if, if you've met if, if you met me during my younger days, I really am a hermit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in the room doing stuff. And I have friends, parang bilang lang sa kamay. And then, yeah, probably people skills is one of the most important things I picked up. Although I'm not the best PR guy in our in our group, I'm one of the medio aloof ones. Pero still, I have a little bit of that now. And well, what another important thing I learned to play the piano. That's music related. Pero um, when I when I um, became part of Loudbox. I was um, encouraged to learn the piano because it's it's really part of the workflow. And yeah, but na lang. I'm I'm not as good as your dad, but you know, in, in piano playing. But at least meron. So yeah, those are some. It's pretty cool that you're able
1: to get like these skills, like uh, I mean, like social skills as well as like able to learn like um, instruments, like um, piano. Uh, but I was also looking at like how you like your background and how you grew up. like you were born into a family of uh, musicians, choir, and then you had you formed a rap group. So with that, I was wondering, what are some of the influence that influence your current style or your how you how you make music?
3: Well, a lot of a lot of hip hop and R and b acts definitely. Um, the way I write my lyrics, is very similar to how rappers write their lyrics because that's how I rediscovered how to write. Like all the all the, the techniques that rappers use, that's how I rediscovered. Because back back when I wasn't writing rap songs, I was just parang um re rewriting existing lyrics because I started with adaptations. Eh. So uh-huh. Ayon, um lyrical style. Um I got it from hip-hop um and then i would say r&b and opm for my melodic style because when i was growing up we're it's almost always basil valdez um gary v martin so you mix those styles of melody with something like brian mcknight boys to men um yeah, those guys, the '90s R&B mm. guys, and mm. then I uh, probably probably yun yung nagbubuo ng sound ko. Um, probably that's what makes me me. Um, also, Usher, and then mm. of course the more modern acts, um, Zed. Uh, Anomaly. I don't know if you know Anomaly is like a jazz uh, neo soul, pero electronic. So yeah, a lot of a lot of different stuff, and of course I'm learning from my colleagues at work. Um, yung listening nila, napi pick up kudin. So ayun malawak na malawak na.
0: <laughs> very actually, and that's a very interesting yes. mix. So moving on to the singing aspect, how do you mm-hmm. keep your voice in shape right now?
3: Um <clears throat> I don't consciously keep my voice in shape, mm-hmm. but because my work is in yes. in music, I get to use my voice every day. Um, whether it be singing jingles or um, recording voiceovers, uh, I get I get to use it every day, and I also have this. I uh, know, parang what's up? I I just like singing, so um, minsan pagolangin nagoa, nag nagkakaraoke ako sa phone. Uh, <laughs> hanap ako instrument instrumental, and then I also nakikikanta ako sa with my daughter. Uh, my Ooh. daughter also loves to sing. Um I don't know if you 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 saw that video. I was seeing it and she was she was making misapaw. Wow, making misapaw. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know the ano, eh, the English term eh pero ganun. She was making misapaw. So, yon.
0: When you're three, you guys are going to have a little band. That's going to be so cute. <laughs> yeah.
3: Actually, <laughs> I ko na what <laughs> I, I, I would I would like to play the drums, but I'm expecting that no no one among them would like to play the bass. So I was, I ko nasa isip ko ako yung bassist. Either either one of them will be the guitarist, pianist, or drummer.
0: <laughs> Speaking it's, of that, actually, yeah. Christopher Buenviaje in the comments said, "Please plead with Thyro not to pick up the guitar. Leave our alms alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't be surprised if he becomes good because he is so talented in anything music."
3: We see. <laughs> Yan, si Chris. He's ano, He's a uh, he's a really good friend. Taas, tapos kami sa mga So okay. I think I think malayu pa before I can replace Chris, Noel, Jano um, <laughs> in guitar playing.
1: But I I think you should cut yourself some slack. You've had you've won actually a lot of things. And like to those of our audience who are unaware. Um you alongside Yumi Lakasamana, Lacasamana. Uh, sorry. Won the 33rd uh, Awit Award last mm-hmm. last year under the category of best dance recording. Yeah. And I was wondering like can you take us back to how it began and how you wrote the song <laughs> Sabay Sabak Balay. Baile. 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 <laughs> sorry. Ba-
3: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um well it's actually for a movie. Um there's this movie called Indak and parang when, when it was produced, um, the director tapped us to write something for the movie. Not necessarily a theme song, but write something that will go well with the movie. It's a dance movie. It's sort of like parang mga step up, um, sure. you got served type of movies. So uh, Ayun, um, we, uh, we sat down and tried to make something danceable. Um, baile is actually Tagalog of dance. Well, it's deep oh. Tagalog. So, sabay-sabayle would mean um, dance along with the dance. <laughs> or, <laughs> go with the dance, something like that.
1: Go with
3: the so, dance. So, yeah. And then, and as you can tell with how I said, I
1: understood the deep Filipino. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. For sure. Well, technically, baile is um, yung mga ganun nasayaw. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't i don't dance but i mean well i i sort of dance but not really i gave up on that dream long ago
0: <laughs> you dance when you perform we've seen it
3: yeah yeah but uh you know like dancing dancing like really dancing chris Brown style i gave up on that
1: <laughs> no i'm sure you, you just haven't put in enough like time into it because you you're pretty talented and i'm pretty sure it's like one of you seem like one of those people who would cry
3: when they have an A because they didn't get an A plus um you saying? I, I i can't relate because yung grades are 95 93 <laughs> I, didn't, See, I exactly didn't... a perfectionist
0: anyway so being an award winning songwriter i have to ask how did the songwriting journey start and well we kind of covered that a while ago but like how did the co-writing with Ate Yumi start? Since we know that you've written a lot of your hit songs mm-hmm. together.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, well, definitely started with our very first album. Um, because when we did uh, Kiss Never Let Me Go, mm-hmm. um it was just for one song. I mean, like the the deal was Tara, let's make one song. And then it became a hit on radio. Yeah. Tapos when when Viva got us we were like, uh, ay, they were like, uh, "kailang mo kayo ng album. Mm-hmm. So it started with that very first album released in 2011. Um, and then, as the years went by, parang people started asking us, could you write for us? Could you write for this artist? Could you? And then, later on, parang naging, ano na, naging talagang songwriting team na siya talaga.
0: You guys have really great songs, actually. Right before this, I was listening to Triangulo, and I was just like, yes, I really love this song. <laughs> so,
3: Thanks, Maxine. Your father's watching. He might, uh, he might get saktan. <laughs>
0: actually, there is... Get <there's>, saktan. <laughs> get saktan. Here we go again. You are really becoming Atenean today. So, <laughs> uh. actually, there is a question I saw here, but... It is gone now. Tito Jeff asked, were you very nervous when you went against Apat na buwang Pasko? I'm just kidding.
3: Well, I got nervous when um, it was announced to them that they made it to the top uh, top 12 ba? Nung time na yun? And then no one was calling us yet.
0: Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> so I, 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 I got nervous about that. Pero sabi ko, sana naman, ano, pero if hindi kami makapasok, susuportahan ko talaga yung song na yun. I will cam- campaign for it. Pero since nakapaso kami, uh, we're on our own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and speaking of Triangulo, Mr. Jeric Medina is here saying, let's go, bruv!
3: Yes, hello, so, Jeric. Yes,
0: con- continuation. Now that we know that you've had all of these songs, some for contests, some for movies, some for albums. I was just wondering, do your processes change when writing for these certain reasons? Like, is your process for writing for a contest different for writing for a movie? Or is it more or less the same?
3: Well, um, definitely the start uh, of the process changes. Pero towards the end, it, it starts to look alike. I mean, like, um like number one when doing ads, um 95-99% of the time the lyrics don't come from you. So with doing ads, it's like a hundred percent in your head melody, 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 melody. <coughs> Sorry. Um same with um almost same with doing songs for movies, because movies have a storyline. So sometimes they send you a script and then you get mm-hmm. inspired by the script. And then for contests, um, you have this parang formula that, okay, uh, it kailangan malakas agad pagpaso. Myung uh, mga ganan, there are parang guidelines in your head. And then when making songs na wala lang, yon, parang no holds barred. So definitely the process changes. Um, there are times I would start with melody, I would start with gibberish, I would start with. Um, just one line, I, I would start with the title, but towards the end, uh, as, as the song takes form, it starts to look like I'm doing the same thing na, until I reach the final product.
1: That's a really interesting process. Um, And I, I was wondering also, since you do take it from different perspectives until you get to the same um. Mm-hmm pattern of how you do it like what would you say best inspires you to write each individual part um to get the process going like do you have any routines or maybe activities that help you write better songs
3: oh um uh, well i don't know um i used to uh, back when i had a lot of time <laughs> uh <laughs> i used to i used to take long breaks and then because i believe that when you try to make something like 3 hours straight or um the more you spend time on one thing mm-hmm. parang the more you become more OC about it the yeah. more you scrutinize yourself um so back when i had a lot of time i would step out i would watch a movie i would eat but now that it's like my um like a 24/7 job mm-hmm. um parang um thankfully that that need to take long breaks, parang w- hindi na kailangan. So, um, with all the re- after many years of doing it, parang I found na my ano my rhythm to get it done as quickly as possible.
2: All right.
0: So, with all of the songs, like you said, music right now is kind of like a twenty-four-seven job. Do you ever encounter writer's block and if you do how do you get through it like what advice can you give for people who are kind of just in a slump or suffering writer's block
3: Okay um in my case uh I sometimes still get writer's block especially with lyrics um but with with melody and arrangement it's very rare that I get creative block Siguro dun na sa paggawa ng lyrics So um my advice to people would be simply just to take breaks but up up to that point only na you forgot where you left off kasi that's what I do like um, I'll stop at this um, let's say after this one verse I'll leave and then when I come back I, I should be parang ano parang mm-hmm. dapat hindi ko alam sana ako nag-stop <laughs> you get do you get what okay. I mean
0: yes i kind of do so like when you go back to it you kind of don't remember what you were doing yeah yeah so that you can look at it with fresh eyes did we yes that yes right? yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree and that's a better I actually way to gonna know about it
3: yeah like yeah. in in alimbawa naman when when mixing songs i should be um uh, that pagbalik ko, i don't know what i did last
2: mm, okay yeah.
0: That's actually like useful advice because sometimes, like you said earlier, like the more you spend time on it and the more you're just obsessing over it, the more you might not be able to finish it because you're so, like you said, getting OC about obsessing over it. You kind of don't progress. Unlike when you look at it with fresh eyes, you kind of find a different way to attack it so that it becomes a little bit easier to do. Now... I'm laughing at the comments we have from my dad. He also made Sulat a lot of good songs <laughs> and made Panalo on so many comments. I had to read that. That was just so funny. Okay. So, still on songwriting, out of the many wonderful songs you have written, which one do you connect to the most?
3: Uh, I don't think that's fair to my other songs. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, I would say I would say Wala. Um, because I get asked that a lot. Pero if there, there, are, there are a few songs that I'm really proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, like number one would be Triangulo. Uh, because uh, I'm proud of it because of the way it was um, written. I think, I think the initial draft for it was written in less than an hour. Wow. Yeah, so I'm really proud of that. Ikot Ikot, also less than an hour. The initial draft. Um, dati, I'm proud of that. Pero dati took like a week to write. Uh, what else? Basta there are a lot of... There There are a few parang um, songs that, that I have pagtatangi with. <laughs> Nagtaglish, pero malalim yung, malalim yung Tagalog. Ano? I have pagtatangi with a few songs of mine. Um... <laughs> So yeah, but I wouldn't I couldn't pick like one fa- one favorite that I connect to the most. Um well, in my album, uh my upcoming album, I have a bias with um Ooh. Ginto because it's really a uh, um a song that I spent a lot of time in. Um yeah, that's my bias in my album. So I don't I I don't like to decide which uh single I'm going to go with because I have a bias so it's I your
0: bias it's your bias like in K-pop, mm-hmm. everyone has a bias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll be asking you about your album in a bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. yeah. But I also noticed like you said like you can't really choose uh, one that you connect to most, which means like you connect to all your songs like in a special way and in a different mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was wondering like if uh, when you write these songs, Um, there are some songs that are sad there are some that are happier do you feel like you have to match that emotion when writing the song like if it's a very sad song you have to be in that headspace of being very sad or depressed to get that most authentic like song or the best song out of it
3: Um, well I'm not one of those guys who um, parang diba there's method actors I'm not a method songwriter (laughs) Uh well i what I do is I freeze moments in my head and mm-hmm. then write about those, pero like write it to a point na or get to a point na parang I'm emotionally um feeling the same thing as the song um that's kind of not what I do <laughs> yeah, but um I'm not a very emotional person, I'm just very like happy all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> unlimited dopamine
0: (laughs) that is actually something a lot of people need right now everyone wants unlimited dopamine and unlimited serotonin (laughs) especially right now so back to your songs for a bit Mm -hmm. a lot of your songs have been covered so many times like i remember the first time i heard that it was because when i was back in high school it was used for a class pro, like a class's Play, like, oh, for cool. Filipino. Yeah, so, with seeing your songs getting sung differently, getting covered, reinterpreted by different artists, as a songwriter, how does that make you feel? And as the years go by, do you see the meaning of your songs growing or changing?
3: Well, um, definitely seeing covers of my songs is really, parang, nakakatuwa siya. Um, because... You hear their interpretation of the song. You hear how they how they make ballet <laughs> some of the melodies. There go again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then also some major next. <laughs> uh, and over the years, kung nag-iiba ba yung meaning for me, um well, to me songs par i mean songs that i write parang time capsule siya of my state um during that time that it was written so whenever i hear an old song of mine parang oy i was thinking this at that time i was in this place parang ganun siya so yeah i i i think wala namang nagbabago over the years dun sa how i perceive my songs
0: Being on Radio Katipunan reminds me of this one amazing app that allows people to make their own podcasts like a breeze. There's no need for complicated recording or editing software and other tricky technicalities when you have Anchor, an app where you can create and even publish your own podcasts. So download Anchor for free in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself www.anchor.fm to experience a hassle-free podcast-making experience. Alright, and now let's head into your new album. Wow. So tell us, what's it called? Where can we find it? What can we expect? What's it called? Tell us what you can.
3: Okay, Um, the album is called Bagong Buhay. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, it's Bagong Buhay. <laughs> Pero it's, okay. sa unang basa, it's Bagong Buhay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real meaning is Bagong Buhay. It's what? New Age Live. You, that, that was what I was getting at. Um, because um, it's one hundred percent live instrumentation.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, wow. Even even snaps and claps were played by humans. Um, well, there are some na lang pero punyari na lang, hindi. <laughs> <At> <laughs> lang hindi So it's called it's called Bagong Buhay Bagong Buhay um, Volume One because there's going to be oh, a wow. Volume Two. Um, it's going to come out in September twenty four. Yeah, and meron na, I finally have a date. Uh, that, it was supposed to come out even before today, Pero I was so slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Mm-hmm.
0: We all need our time. So, what can mm-hmm. listeners expect from it? Like, what kind of music can we hear from it? What's, tell us what you can. Drop some spoilers. Okay. Um, <laughs> um,
3: for, for volume one, um, this is parang my, yung roots ko. As a musician. Mm-hmm. So, I have um, gospel-inspired... Gospel-inspired lang, ha? pero not really a gospel song because I can't write gospel songs. Um, <clears throat> I have funk. I have disco. I have uh, 90s R&B. I have uh, old-school, Al Green, Marvin Gaye-style R&B. Um, so, basically... Uh, I call this volume one Tito music <laughs> because everything you will hear, everything you will hear will sound like what your Titos and dads listen to every Sunday while cleaning the house. <laughs> Sir, you're making me no, feel no, like no. my music taste is so old because <laughs> I like all the things you've been talking Man, so, about. You know what? I think I've, I think music is ageless. I, am- I mean. You can you can you you can like classical music and still be cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Yeah. I, I also agree with that. <laughs> I, I also really like watching uh, watching you explain about how you had these different like tracks how, uh, paying tribute to these different genres. I was wondering, was your album always gonna be like an anthology series with volumes or was it supposed to be like one big album that you
3: divided? It was supposed to be one big album. Album, okay. album. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be one big album, um 14 songs, pero I I didn't have time to finish um all 14. Pero okay, the the real concept is the reason it's called Bagong Buhay mm-hmm. is seven was supposed to sound bago. Uh seven was supposed to sound like trap R&B.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um uh what you what you call it, future base, basta uh, newer genres, and then mm-hmm. seven would be older genres. So it's like a m- mash of two worlds. Mm-hmm. So what half is bago, half is live, half is bohai. So that was the original concept. But as the deadline is nearing, sabi ko, I'm gonna release volume one yamun. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, deadlines—they mm. really make us <laughs> do what we have to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So on this no- on that note, can we expect any performances anytime soon? Any streams?
3: Yeah, there there are plans. There mm-hmm. are plans, palang. Pero um, there's still plans, palang. Because okay. uh, I have to make sure everyone's vaccinated. Everyone's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, those things. Because I I don't wanna be in the same room as. A person, na you know, na may delicado. Eh. <laughs> of course,
0: of course, especially right. now, like with the new variants, you really never know.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, but but I was wondering, um, with all these planning, like, do you find it very hard? Aside from like vaccinations, do you find it hard to plan these online events, or is it harder? Is it harder than doing it face to face or in person?
3: You know what, um, madal- planning it online. Madali lang sya because everyone's just a message away. And because gigs are virtually non existent nowadays, anyone you ask, they would most probably be game to do it. Like you ask a friend, hey, uh, I'm in need of a guitarist. Would you be game? Shame, naman. So, getting, organizing a Tugtugan event nowadays. I I feel like it's going to be easy. But the hard thing lang is yun nga, making sure everyone's vaccinated, everyone is uh everyone knows and loves your song. Yeah, because th- that's one of my requirements. I don't want yung tutugtog sa akin doesn't love my song. The vibes lang. Course, <laughs> yeah, I get it.
0: <laughs> so let's bring that a step further. What do you miss most about live performances?
3: Getting drunk after. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> Um no uh yung live performance yeah because there's nothing there's nothing like it um mm-hmm, for sure. yung, it, it's a rush diba when you're performing live um other people kinakabahan when they perform live me before hopping on stage i get excited yung kabog ng dibdib ko is not from kaba it's from excitement So So you've
1: never had that problem, even as a kid, like going on stage. Like it's always been very fun, or it's been a exhilarating experience.
3: Yeah, yeah. Mm. The only time nakinabahan ako was uh, every time I compete in jujitsu. Yun lang. That's the only time nakinakabahan ako because I could get hurt. (laughs) That's the only time. Pero no one's gonna hurt you on stage. So, the not okay to do stage unless it's like performing in a rally, Now someone might throw a grenade or something.
0: Okay, that is wow. a bit scary. It is. It is.
3: No Those psycho fans.
0: On that note, what would you say, like in your career, what has been the most challenging performance you've ever done?
3: Um, every time I get to sing something I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. As yeah. in, like, someone gives you a song like, you have to perform this in five minutes. Go like
3: that? No, no, no. Because, um, honestly, I learn songs very slowly. So, mm-hmm. if it's like uh, a medley of sorts and we're going to perform it in some award show or some special event, mm-hmm. and then I have to learn this song in three days, most of the time, I don't get to learn it. <laughs> or, or is or,
1: it... I'm sorry. Or yes.
3: some, sometimes there's this wedding that I'm going to sing at, and then mm-hmm. the couple requested uh, a certain song that I don't really sing, way out of my genre. So, yun <laughs> aaralin ko. so I always F it up.
1: Uh, I was wondering, like, your process takes, uh, you say pro- you, you take a while to learn songs. Like, what, why is the process for you Say say it takes a while? Well, what is your process of learning songs?
3: because i don't learn it consciously um, i learn songs by listening to it passively and then i just wait for that day na oi kabisado ko na siya. <laughs> yeah. yeah because when i try whenever i try to make sa my kabisado <laughs> to make sa my cifra i don't i, I don't memorize it
0: <laughs> i kind of get i kind of understand that like when you're more relaxed about it that's when it kind of comes to you more naturally. It's just like what you said a while yeah. ago about when you're working. Like when you force yourself, it doesn't come out. But then when you kind of just relax a little, take a step back, that's when the magic happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, true or false. The loud box people's comments are so funny right now. <laughs> My daddy said trying to beat up at the Pasco was what Thyro told me before was the hardest. Ooh.
3: <laughs> it's really hard naman to beat. Um a song like that. Wow. Especially if, you know, if it's a songwriting competition, Um back in 2015, the Philpop songs, when you listen to everything, parang may tulog ka sa bawat isa eh. You, you know that term, may tulog ka? Yeah. <laughs> Yan. Parang ganun eh, when you listen to each and every track, parang, hmm, meron siya magandang line dito ah.
0: Uy, yeah. ang <laughs> ganda nung
3: melody dun sa part na yun, ah. You, you get those, you get those
0: for sure. There's no skippable song because every yeah. song brought something different. All right, so what would you say is your hidden talent? What do we not know about Tyro Alfaro?
3: Um, I don't think any talent is hidden as at this point. Um, <laughs> but I would say, although I don't, count as a, I don't count it as a talent because I have only this household to taste. Pero mm. I started cooking na. Be- oh, before okay. before I, I I always told everyone uh I don't need to learn cooking. I'll just hire a maid who can cook. <laughs> Parang ganoon. Uh, I'll, I'll just order my food outside. I don't like to learn cooking. But now, I gave in and I'm having fun with it. I, I love cooking now. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a talent because I can't make the perfect egg yet. Pero once I do, I'll call it a talent na. <laughs> once once and, I once I'm able to do a uh, what do you call that an over easy that's one of the ultimate tests. Eh.
1: Any favorite dishes that you like cooking as of now?
0: Or what's your dish? What's your mm. signature plate?
3: Uh wow. kong Pao chicken. Wow. Yeah, that that mm. that's 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 one dish that I make that I don't no anyone from my family makes so i'll take that as the signature <laughs> thyroid dish <laughs> because only because no one else makes it i, ito, na, I, I saw the comments see si IJ said yung hidden talent ko mani voice alike actually yeah um pumasa na ako as voice alike ni mani and there there had been uh, one ad palang lang na na voice ko yung nag-air. Oh
2: my gosh. Sample. Thanks,
3: Sample. Oh, here we simple. go. <laughs> here we go again. Uh, Do it. I would like, you I would it. I would like to thank the supporters of uh, um, f- of, of, of me and my wife. Uh, I would like to thank everyone who prayed for me and hopefully nobody gets hurt in this uh boxing match. And thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. let's hope
1: we don't get red tagged for that.
3: <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, <that's> so <laughs> okay. Yes, so
0: before we wrap up, from the time your career has started to now to now, what would mm-hmm. you say are the biggest changes that the music industry has faced?
3: The biggest changes. Well, well. Um when my career started, it was all CDs. Um now that everything is virtually digital, um streaming, uh YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. all of those platforms, um, there are a lot of things that has that have changed. <clears throat> like um, yeah, the way you arrange songs nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um should sound good on headphones. Should sound good on AirPods. Yes, um, that's right. Yeah, and the way you write songs as well has changed. Um, because <clears throat> here's the thing: when 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 it was all CD, um, listening to songs was an activity. You know, you pop a CD, sit mm-hmm. back for an hour straight listening to an entire album. That's how you listened um, yeah. when my career started. That was back in 2010, 2011. We still had those c- CD, pop it in the player, mm-hmm. listen uh, 30 minutes to an hour straight. Now um, Nowadays, everything's skippable. So That's you need true. to make songs a lot shorter. You need to make songs arrive at the chorus faster than before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's this Max Martin rule na- within 50 seconds, if you're not in the chorus, revise. <laughs>
0: I didn't know that. And Max Martin, like, I've listened to his songs with Taylor Swift and it's only now that I realize, like, right, in that album, that did happen. Like, the chorus within 50 seconds, that's
3: so interesting. Um, Max Martin made a lot of Max Martin rules. He calls it Mm -hmm. melodic math. And I'm sure a lot of songwriters study it as well. So, because Max Martin is one of the most successful songwriters. So if he says that it works, it might, it must work so yeah
0: he has a lot of hits and like has had a lot of hits throughout the year so wow yeah that's something i want to look into
1: (laughs) and it's also a really interesting concept when you think about it because i feel like it's very in line with like they say our generation has like a shorter attention span because of social media so that rule kind of does like complement that um aspect of like we getting to the chorus faster really like fill uh getting the attention span before you skip to the next song.
3: Yeah. yeah, and it's also it's also different than before because um, before we also sort of had that rule. Pero uh, it's more of um, in the sense of radio, like when yeah. someone switches um, to another station and here's your song, you should be able to catch their attention quickly. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's a game of intros. Your first ten mm-hmm. seconds should really bang. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you skim through the charts and then you have a bad intro or you have an uninteresting intro, Mm -hmm. you're gone. (laughs) Next.
1: (laughs) But um, would you say that's like a good thing or bad thing? Like there are a lot of these like great uh, bands, let's say like maybe the Beatles or Pink Floyd where a lot of their songs are long. So would Mm -hmm. you say that this, this shortening of attention span or like this way of making songs is better or worse in your opinion?
3: Uh, in my opinion, it's neither bad nor good um, because it's it's an adaptation to whatever platform is available. The reason why um, the Pink Floyd and the Beatles songs um, are long, or or whoever artist, the reason na mahaba yung songs nila is because of the platform. Like if it was on vinyl, uh, as I same with CD, it's an activity to listen to songs. Um, you gather around with friends, with drinks, with cigars it's an activity. So making a 10-minute song is not really um, a bad thing back then. Pero make a 10-minute song now, <laughs> you're gonna get skipped.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay, so before we go, what is one piece of advice you learned from singing that can actually become life advice? And this is something you can leave with the audience.
3: Okay. um, I have a... F- I have friends who I sort of mentor in singing and in songwriting. Um, This one advice that I could say be applicable in real life is there are things you don't learn overnight. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in singing, if you can't reach an A5 note, that's not going to happen tomorrow. That will happen um, in a year's time or two years. or It will take long. So, Hmm. I think it's same with life. There are things that you don't really get tomorrow, you don't get later. So, Ayun.
0: All right. So, before we say goodbye, Kuya Tyro, invite people to listen to your album. Tell us what's next, what to expect from you, and where we can find you.
3: All right. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Tyro Alfaro's Bagong Buhay Volume 1 album will be out on September 24th. I don't know what time, so watch out for it. Um, follow me on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, the handle is on Facebook. There's fan. Uh, I have a fan page called Zyro. Uh, I don't know the I know the URL. Uh, I, uh, on Instagram, I'm at Zyro Alvaro. Um, I don't have a Twitter, I guess. I used to, but I can't open it now. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe on my YouTube, dan- YouTube channel. Um Fairo Alfaro Langdin. Uh, I also, also forgot that you are. <laughs> so like and subscribe and follow. Hit the notification bell.
0: Of course. <laughs> so we can't miss anything. So before we thank you and we say goodbye to our audience, you just want to say we had a lot, we had a lot of fun we learned so much like, especially in terms of songwriting and of course that Manny pakyao impersonation that was that was on point like that was gold the audience is still having a is still having fun with that cuz it was just so so good
1: it was yeah but all right. we'd all but we'd also like to thank uh, a lot of few people like sir justin for always handling this smooth uh this mood broadcast on this episode of New Wave
0: Yes, and thank you again to our audience for joining us today and we look forward to seeing you all next week. So please join us on our next episode which is on September 22 with singer and theater and film actor Armon Ferrer.
1: Don't miss out. Follow us on Instagram at newwave.rk to stay updated. Catch the replay on Radio Katipunan 87.9's FM Facebook page, YouTube, and Periscope. All, of, all go by at Radio Katipunan. And but, YouTube live. Ah, Twitter live there we go
0: but most of all thank you to our amazing guest Kuya Alfaro for spending your afternoon, afternoon you. with us so thank congrats you. again happy bir- an extended happy birthday thank you we wish you the best and we're looking forward to your upcoming album and the things that will come after it we really had so much fun today
3: thank you very much I had fun as well
1: so did we and we'd love to have you again in a future episode if we could.
3: Sure, sure.
1: <laughs> and once again, this has been your Midweek Gang, who's always ready to hang. I'm Austin.
0: I'm Max and this has been New Wave. We'll see you all next week. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.